Hey, before we get started with the show today, I wanted to remind you that I'm doing a giveaway in celebration of 1,000 downloads of the podcast. All I am asking you to do is send me an email at gettoit11 at gmail.com. That address is also in the show notes telling me something that has resonated with you about the podcast or something that has impacted you. Um, I will put all the names in a drawing and the winner will receive a journal, a pen, and a signed copy of my self-published book, Slices of Life from the Little Blue Desk. The winner will be announced on the April 26th episode. Now, on with the show. Let the adventure begin with Chris Stinker Podcast. Welcome to episode 42. I am your host, Chris Danker, and I am really glad that you are here listening today. The next couple of weeks, I'm going to be talking about a topic that honestly could be talked about every week, um, and that is peace. And when we talk about peace, we need to start with ourselves because really peace is an inside job. We can't pour from an empty cup. So if we aren't feeling the peace on the inside, we're not going to be able to put peace out into the universe. Oprah Winfrey once said, if you don't fill our if you don't fill your own cup, people will drain you dry. I used to feel guilty about doing things for myself, and I think a lot of us feel that way. Um, I felt selfish. I felt like I shouldn't take time for myself when others needed me. And honestly, I was drained dry. Um, It wasn't anyone else's fault. Um, I I felt like it was due to other people, but honestly, it it was due to me not filling my cup first. I didn't set boundaries. I didn't take care of my needs first, and I burned out. Um, I still remember when I hit the tipping point and I said no for the first time. And it happened to be um, in my job when I was asked to be on a committee. And I politely but firmly declined the off- offer. And I still remember it's it's almost like I I feel like it was yesterday, even though it was years ago, because I'm, I'm not sweating right now, but I feel that kind of same anxiety of when you're prepping yourself to do something and your heart's beating faster and you're nervous about it. Yeah, that's that's really kind of how I still feel right now, even though, like I said, it happened years ago. So when I was asked to be on this committee, I told myself that that I I wasn't going to do it because I was just I was just stretched too thin. So I think my voice was probably really shaky when I did it, but I said, no, but thanks for asking. The person who I was replying to was frankly shocked, astonished, and said, oh, what do you, what do you mean? No. And I just held my ground and I said, I mean, no, I won't be able to help out this time. And this person replied, but you always help out. And, and that's when it was like this light bulb, this moment, this aha moment. And I was like, yeah, and that's the problem. The person who asked me to be on the committee was initially hurt because it was also a friend and you do things for friends. Um, It was as if I was purposely offending them. But what they failed to realize that is that it really had absolutely nothing to do with them and everything to do with me. That day was a turning point for me. 
And so, you know, we kind of need to ask ourselves the question, what will be your turning point? I mean, I saw this uh, random quote and it said, it is not selfish to refill your own cup so that you can pour it into others. It's not a luxury. It is essential. So I don't know what your turning point will be, but you'll know it when it happens. I mean, like me, maybe it will be the first time you say no to something when everyone expects you to say yes. Maybe it will be when you find that you're doing too much. There have been moments when my body has quite frankly said, um, not today. And I needed, I had to take a day off to rest, relax, and recharge. It's honestly even better when we can be proactive, like we headed off at the pass, but don't let your cup empty in the first in the first place. Put some boundaries in place at the onset of a new job or even a current one. Take a day off every so often, not when you absolutely need to because you're tapped out, but because you don't want that to happen. You don't want to hit that burned out moment. And you know what? The example I'm giving is at work, but it, it also really, um, it really extends to anything else you're doing in your life. It extends to home. And if you have a partner, if you have a family, I know that a lot of us, and, and this is probably, I'm, I'm not trying to be sexist, even though it may come across that way, but I really feel like this happens a lot for women, that we think we need to be superwoman. We need to be a super mom and we need to do everything. And it's not that our families and our partners don't want to help out. It's sometimes we just do everything so often and so much, they just kind of get out of the way. And I remember, you know, one time I got really frustrated with my husband many years ago. And I, I, I was just like, you know, if you see something, just jump in and help. And, you know, but and his reply wasn't flippant, flippant by any means, but it was kind of like, well, you're, you're the one that always kind of does these things. And, you know, it, that was kind of my, um, again, that, that moment when I thought, oh, if I need some help, sometimes I just need to ask for it. It's not that people in our lives don't want to help us. It's that sometimes they don't know that we need the help. They don't know necessarily that they need to jump in and do something. We're not all wired the same way. And we can't expect people to react and do things just because it's like, well, if I saw that the dishes would need that needed to be done, I would just jump in and do them. Not everyone is wired the same way. We're, we're all individuals. We're all unique in our own way. And sometimes we just need to, to ask for what we need. We need to be more assertive and um, let people know in our lives. Like I said, you know, that, uh, you know, extends to home. It extends to, you know, our involvement in community organizations or church, or if we coach that, you know, sometimes we, we have to be able to just take a minor role or even step back for a season and let someone else do some of the things. And, and that's okay. And people need to be okay with that as well. Your inner peace really does need to be protected at all costs. I love this quote by Eleanor Roosevelt when she says, it isn't enough to talk about peace. One must believe in it. And it isn't enough to believe in it. One must work at it. So peace is something that requires us to put in the work every day. It doesn't simply happen because we want it to. 
So I want to ask you, you this question. And even if you're not someone who journals or writes, I, I would just encourage you to hit the pause button right now, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, and write for a few minutes about this and answer this question. What does it look like when you're at peace with yourself? And to kind of extend that, what does your environment look like? What are you doing? What are you listening to? Or are you listening to anything? What is the general vibe for you when you're at peace? So I really want to encourage you to, you know, take some time. Like I said, hit the pause button, write it down, kind of let let the words flow on the page and, and see what comes out as far as what peace looks like for you. For me in general, I'm at peace with myself most often early in the morning. And I talked about my morning routines before, but um, mine, I'm very fortunate. You know, as an empty nester, uh, I have the luxury of having an hour to myself in the morning. Um, it wasn't always like that. And, and part of that was my own fault. I could have incorporated that earlier. I know there are a lot of people who have younger children in their homes and they purposely get up an hour, hour and a half before everyone else because they want that time. Um, So I've come, I've gotten to this point later on in my life. Honestly, I wished I would have started that this earlier, but my morning routine lasts an hour and I really do protect that time at all costs. It's quiet. I do a guided meditation, Bible study, journal, Sometimes I'll start on writing a a piece for a blog post. I drink water, I make coffee, and while I'm making breakfast, I put on some jazz music. My vibe is one of peace, calm, and relaxation. That's what I'm doing to fill my cup. Because when I do that, my day goes so smoothly and I find myself just readily pouring from my cup into others to just putting myself out in the universe because I've started that day with that peace in myself. It really has taken me a while, but I finally figured out that if I'm not at peace with myself, then I'm not going to be at peace with the rest of the world. If my cup is empty, then I can't fill the cups of others. And quite frankly, neither can you. Before I leave you this week, folks, I just want to do something very selfish. My dad, Shannon Angel, just celebrated his 83rd birthday yesterday. He is an absolute rock star. I love you, Pop, to death. And, um, you know, we talk about the fact that the man just loves life and he lives it to the, to the fullest, probably some of the reason why I do some of the things that I do. He tells me that, you know, maybe he'll get, maybe he'll mature by the time he's 90. Yeah, I'm seriously doubting it, Pop, but I love you. And I hope all of you out there let your adventure begin. Until next week, peace.